Hello, and welcome to Breast Cancer Conversations, a podcast brought to you by survivingbreastcancer.org. I'm Laura Carfing, breast cancer survivor and founder of survivingbreastcancer.org, a nonprofit organization providing community, education, and resources to empower those diagnosed with breast cancer and their caregivers from day one and beyond. Our podcasts are made possible in part by corporate sponsor, Stormy Tumor. If you haven't done so already, be sure to head over to survivingbreastcancer.org to subscribe to our mailing list and receive the latest news and insights from our breast cancer community. I mean, major things that are like, I'm 43, and why do I feel 143? Yeah. Tell me why. No one's explained it to me. Yeah. I had a total hysterectomy. No one's explained what I should be feeling like. Well, I'm sure my knee hurts or my, my joints hurt because I'm overweight. So sometimes I don't believe myself in like, maybe this is breast cancer that's done this to me. And right now I'm like, do my knees hurt and my feet hurt because of the meds or is it because I'm training for If you enjoy this episode and find it helpful, be sure to take a screenshot and share it on social, tagging survivingbreastcancer.org. We want to help as many as possible. In this episode, we have something a bit different for you today. This is our roundtable breast cancer conversation with breast cancer survivors, Jill and Mandy. We met in Duluth, Minnesota, grabbed a cup of coffee, had some food, and opened up about what it was like to live with a cancer diagnosis. Thank you for showing up today. I remember going in and explained all these symptoms, and they were like, it's called allergies. And I'm like, that's right. Yep, totally yeah. allergies. I'm so glad it's not cancer. I thought I was getting lung cancer because oh, my throat okay. itched, and like, this was happening, yeah. and this was yeah. happening. And they're like, so why is it so easy for us because we went through this traumatic experience to immediately jump to this could never happen to me, this could never happen to me wait, it happened to me, mm-hmm. so that means it can happen like that yeah. yeah but I tell you what my main my main mental issue is is I want my life back welcome to the conversation I'm right there right now yeah. so it's right and there. my three month they called, so it was, it was supposed yeah. to be last Monday, and maybe that Friday before, they called and said, you know, the doctor thought, what about like end of July? And oh. I was like, what? No. Well, I went sure, and then I just thought I'm going back to Mayo. Right. I'm gonna go to Mayo for my stuff now. Every they, they get me in there. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Not that I I loved where I went, but it was like, well, you had a wait lot a of second. Like, this is my first follow up right. since I've been done. Like right. really, my first one. Yeah, right. And you had and so you're many pushing different. It enough. And you have so many different oncologists too. So that's like oh, did you? one oh, more reason. Multi, uh, one more reason to get out of there. Four or five. Different ones. Because mm-hmm. people were leaving, or because. Mm-hmm. And oh. my main one left right after I was done with chemo. So he got me through all, you know. And then I saw a locum, and then I saw a different locum, and then I saw. A regular one, you know, it just, and I told my story 500 times. I just, something's going to get lost. So now pushing it back a whole month, I was like, I I know I'm okay. I know that I could be pushed back, but I'm not ready for that yet. No, definitely not. You just have to wait. And I have a list. Yeah, and I have a list of things that, and a lot of it is like, why does my knee hurt so bad? Why can't I walk anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean so major things that are like i'm 43 and why do i feel 143 yeah 
tell me why. No one's explained it to me. Yeah. I had a total hysterectomy. No one's explained what I should be feeling like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, and I could do the research, but I'm not good at, I'm not, I don't, um, I don't learn as well. I, I like, like, I do better when somebody tells me. Yes, you know what I mean? educated that yes. understands the words. Like, yeah. I can read a bunch of words I can, in an article, but not always understand what they mean. And right. I, have I like, like to say, hey, what do you think? And that's why this is awesome. Yeah. Because I would love to, I've been reading all, like, what you've been posting lately. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, God, I was like, you. I mean, my husband, what are you doing every day? I'm like, okay. She's doing, you know, I just love oh, it. Oh, I'm I love so it. glad. That means the world. Yeah. Because sometimes, especially on, like, a virtual community, yeah. like, you're putting out so much content, and you're like, I hope people appreciate it, or are they reading it? Do oh, they like it? Yeah. And it's so easy not to, like, give feedback. Like, people give feedback when something's not right. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. But, so it's nice. Yeah. So I really appreciate you sharing yeah, that. No, you're that, getting something out of it. That last post you put on, it was about your weight and yes. what's your, yeah. So that was really helpful. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is real. I mean, and I know we've talked, and I know yeah. it's certain things are real, but it's just like no one else really understands. Right, and they don't believe you. Right, I sometimes don't believe myself, Jill. Right. Sometimes I don't believe myself. I'm thinking maybe I put everything to weight. I say, well, I'm sure my knee hurts or my, my joints hurt because I'm overweight. Mm-hmm. So right. sometimes I don't believe myself in, like, maybe this is breast cancer has done and this right, to me right and right now i'm like you know? is, or do my knees hurt and my feet hurt because of the meds or is it because i'm training for a marathon you know so it's yeah. the same thing like yeah. it's hard to know yeah and then you don't want to like say anything because you feel like judged by your doctor and i don't feel yeah. judged by my oncologist but i kind of the last time i saw him it was like yeah you were complaining about all these things but you're still marathon training and i'm like it's not because it's so not tell easy. me is it from that mm-hmm. but could he yeah, so, right. you know. Right, I went to this amazing, um, con- not conference, um, talk on mm-hmm. Wednesday night before flying out to Minnesota, and it was held by Mass General's Cancer Center in the suburb of Needham Wellesley, and they have a hospital out in, outside of Boston, so like people in that area can attend. And it was spoken by an oncologist as well as a psychologist, mm-hmm. and they were sharing about the emotional and mental side effects of a breast cancer diagnosis mm-hmm. and exactly what you were just explaining, Jill, where it's like, okay, is this like, is this happening? Is this not happening? Yeah. Um, I remember going in and explained all these symptoms mm-hmm. and they were like, it's called allergies. And I'm like, that's right. Yep. Totally yeah. allergies. I'm so glad it's not cancer. I thought I was getting lung cancer. Oh, like, okay. And I'm like, this was happening yeah. and this was yeah. happening. And they're like, and it's allergies. So why is it so easy for us? because we went through this traumatic experience that immediately a jump to, this could never happen to me, this could never happen to me, wait, it happened to me, mm-hmm. so that means it can happen again, Yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that from the psychology's perspective was, you know, if you get into any sort of trauma, a car accident, mm-hmm. a, you know, how many things could happen to us? We walk outside and something terrible can happen mm-hmm. to us. Um, that doesn't mean it's going to, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, it doesn't mean that the cancer is going to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Sure, it can, but we could also win the lotto. Yep. Or yes, we could also, you know, you know, terrible things happen. People lose their houses. There's tornadoes. There's natural disasters. Mm-hmm. But I think once we've experienced something terrible, there's that PTSD. That's like, wait, I mm-hmm. know how to respond to that, so I'm just mm-hmm. trying to protect myself. Yeah. So I'm prepared for when, if and when. Yeah. And now you're just living the next like 45, 50, 60, 80 mm-hmm. years of your life in fear, mm-hmm. which is like not how we. 
No. It's not healthy. No. No. That's so true. I want to know more about your story, though. Like, so you just right now are out of of treatment. Yeah, I've been down. I got uh, finished my Herceptin in March. Oh, okay. A couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, beginning of March. So yeah, this and then I did like a six week March, April, May, June. Yeah, like a six week. I could be doing this wrong. Six week, but anyways, now I'm on my three month. Oh yeah. This would be okay. my very first three month checkup. Three month checkup. Post. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I don't know. I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what. What do you just talk? I don't even know. Yeah. They don't really talk. do anything, right? No, mine just does blood work. Oh yeah, I do like all the time, work. and then good. I, I don't feel like I sit and think, when is this going to come back? I just don't. Oh, that's great. I don't Good. think, I, do, I don't do that. Yeah. But I tell you what my main, my main mental issue is, is I want my life back. Mm. That's like my number one thing. I want, so I must think about it a lot more than I really realize I do. Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel like I'm living the life I, which is a good thing somewhat. You know, but, um, yeah, I just feel like, dang it, this just took my carefree life away. That's how I feel. Yeah, and that's what simpler, I, right? things are so, and they exactly the same as they are now, but it's like mentally things were so much more. Simpler. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm kind of, yeah. I always say that. I said, I could get through breast cancer 700 times physically. Mm-hmm. But mentally, it's a mental. It's it's, it's a mental, mental thing. It yeah. really is. Physically, I could do it. It's. Mm-hmm. I think I could too. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I really mm-hmm. think we could. Yeah. You stay positive and you just get it done. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, once. Once it hits, you're like, yeah. Once that is over, all that you're like, whoa. Okay, who's gonna watch out for me? Exactly. Like just Why is been... my finger hurt? Yeah, I, oh. Completely. My fingernails aren't growing. I'm nervous about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's been a year. Oh, it's chemo. It um, lasts a year. Don't worry about it. Well, it's been way over a year. Why are my fingernails not growing? Like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a friend in Chicago. She's actually the one that's coming to um, volunteer. Oh, sure. Yeah, and she is almost done with her 10 years of tamoxifen. Mm. And she messaged me freaking out because she's, like, going to be done and... No, this is a whole nother step. I can't even fathom that. Like, no, but I'm not, I don't have anything happening that's supposed to keep it from coming back now that I'm not going to be on Tamoxifen anymore. And so, yeah, we're going to have a nice chat when I see her this week. But let me know what you find out. Yeah, but just like, yeah, she's just super stressed out about the thought of, I mean, it stinks. Like, taking Tamoxifen stinks. But when you're not taking it, like, what's keeping, Mm -hmm. like, what's preventing it? And so that's a total, like, I never mental. thought of that. And yeah, then you have people so that are diagnosed with um, like triple negative breast oh, cancer. Just met them. You know, as terrible as tamoxifen and these AI mm-hmm. aromatic inhibitors are. Yep. They don't for them. There's nothing. They yeah. Take. yeah. I was initially diagnosed triple triple negative. Okay. So that kind of scared me. I learned a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. And then once it was removed and they tested it again, mm-hmm. I was estrogen positive. So. Okay. It changed a little bit, well, a lot. Yeah. So they say exercise and diet mm-hmm. are like the key 
actions that you can be doing to prevent recurrence. And yeah. in one of our interviews, if you look it up on our podcast, Breast Cancer Conversations, there's an interview with Michelle, who's triple negative. She started a nonprofit called Two Unstoppable, and it is pretty much like a buddy system to get people to walk together. Seriously? Not any other, like, oh, not weight training, cool. not workout videos, not, uh, yeah, I can give you the contact information. Happy to send an email to you and do an okay. email introduction. Yeah. But she's triple negative and she's like, just like you take your pill every day, I wake up and I work out every day because that is the one thing that I can actively do to make sure that mm-hmm. this isn't coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was just like so empowering too because it's so easy to like make excuses or, absolutely. you know, and I'm absolutely. Like, you're absolutely right. We need to be moving. We need to be watching our weight. We need to be watching. I mean, it's not easy because these medicines also, the steroids we're on make us gain weight like it's our job. Wait, when you say but, steroids we're on, am I on one? Is that, or are you on a steroid? So when I'm doing like the um, chemotherapy. Okay, so with the chemo, not your aftercare. You're not like, there's no steroid issue with our Arimidex or whatever. I don't believe so. No. Okay, I don't. I don't. I really don't know that. Okay, but with the steroids, totally. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But but nutrition and exercise is number one, huh? Exactly. I mean, I kind of know that. It makes sense. Well, it's easy to say out loud. It's very hard. Yeah. Yeah. I started right probably. Maybe two weeks after I got done with chemo, I got on that treadmill. Yeah. I mean, I was, I wanted this so bad. I gained 45 pounds, almost 50 pounds during chemo. Mm. And, um, 45, yeah. And so I wanted it so bad. And it just was, well, then I was diagnosed during it with oh my gosh. hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's. What's Hashimoto's? It's like, um, so. On, the way I took it was on your, they have to te- test for it separately besides your, just your regular thyroid okay. test. Um, but it's like an, I want to say like an anti, antibody or something on your thyroid. It's an, it's an autoimmune oh, disorder. Okay. So it just, sh- I think it shuts your thyroid down even faster. Oh, okay. So that was fun. So as I was trying to exercise, it just was, it, nothing was, nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. Nothing was happening. And I, I was getting, I couldn't even sit. Like, mm. it wasn't a sore. Oh, I haven't exercised for a year sore. It was like every bone in my body hurts. I mean, I could, and I thought, this is stupid. Why am I Why doing am I, this? Right. Why am I, Why am I doing this? Myself? So then I quit doing that. Well, then I started up again. I thought, Good. Mandy, do it. And I would get up in the morning, put my headphones on, and walk on the treadmill. Awesome. And I thought, just muscle through it. Yeah. It's, it's if this is the way of life, this is the way it's going to be, mm-hmm. and I I did that, and then before I was diagnosed, I had lost forty or fifty pounds, and um, which was probably a godsend because then I put mm-hmm. it all back on mm-hmm. plus. But anyways, um, I don't but know I thought who has not put on weight. Yeah, I re- we, I talked to. You. I just that makes me feel so I'm sorry so much better. Oh, yeah, like, no, you're not alone I, in anything yeah. that you're experiencing. Yeah. I mean, and I want you to tell me more because it's so therapeutic, yeah. I think, for yeah. you to, like, express what yeah. you're going through because yeah. just as reassurance, like, I've talked to you and um, William, who also, like, co-works with me in the organization, he's my boyfriend, he's my mm-hmm. caregiver, mm-hmm. he, like, he has talked to, like, thousands of women because I can't mm-hmm. do this all by myself, but, sure. like, first there was, like, a jealousy thing, I'm like, why are you talking to all these girls about yeah. breasts? <laughs> but then I'm like, you know what, yeah. William, like, you're in it, like, this is the one thing that's yeah. so, like, we're giving back and... Yeah. Everyone talks about the weight gain. Yeah. Like, no one's like, oh, I had breast cancer and I lost ten pounds. Yeah. Like it doesn't happen. No. Like, I I think you'd have to be really 
conscious of. You'd have to be like, okay, I will not gain weight during, the, you know, and I don't think I could have done that. So there's two battles I fought in my life, cancer and weight. Mm. And so, I mean, major battles. Okay. Those, are, those are right up there together with me. I've always been a big person and weight has always been my battle. And I decided once I started working out and nothing's okay, da da da. I gave up. I, I lost just will to do it. I was like, whatever. I thought, you know what, Maddie? Don't beat yourself up because I don't think I'm ready to fight that next this battle. I I just fought one that was really hard. Just give it some time. And I think when it clicks, it'll click. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, okay, I'm ready now. Let's do this. You know. You'll know when you're. I do. Yeah. I mean, I can honestly say those are the two things in my life that have been the hardest battles, and I'm not ready to fight that second one right now. I think I'm getting there. I am. I love but, that. I love yeah. that you're so in tune with yourself that yeah. you're like, I just went through cancer. That yeah. was hard. Yeah. I need a second. Yeah, I I beat right. myself up all like every day. Like, do it. Just do it and. And I grab the popcorn. <laughs> like, I'm 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 like, popcorn. Stop eating it. And For I me, it's chips and salsa. Or something like, yeah, you know. Oh, you know. Anyway, yeah. But I, I finally stopped it. I finally stopped the mental game I was playing in my head, where it was like, just knock it off. Where I You're was per, you, yeah. you, exactly. You know I what? I have a hard time stopping that. I mean, that's my. It's really hard, mm-hmm. but I had to physically. Say it out loud, and and through prayer, honestly, like mm-hmm. I just say, please, I'm gonna give this up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this up to you now. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that was my thing, right. but, and yeah. So now, I almost feel like it was a godsend that I met this. Well, I've known this lady for twenty yeah. years, and mm-hmm. she, when she told me about this gal, that she actually started with her before she was diagnosed, because something, her back was sore or something, mm-hmm. and she did not gain weight, and the male could not. They were just like, what is going on? Like, all your numbers are higher than, like... Higher than they should be. But good ones, good mm-hmm. numbers, right. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this shouldn't be like... And it was all nutrition. She went through nutrition and, you know, she wow. said, I never took one nausea med. She goes, I've never felt better in my life. That's awesome. So I'm like, okay, really? maybe this was mm-hmm. the way to go. I'm ever, you know, I'm really yeah, happy. Yeah, let me know I will. how that goes. We can do appointments together. Yeah. Then. Yeah. The only thing that they don't take insurance. She doesn't take insurance. Oh, okay. That's it's sixty bucks or something. Oh, a treatment. Oh, and that's if it's not, I would totally do that. It's gonna help me. If it works yeah. and it, yeah. you know, then it's. Yeah. I think about before I, before I was diagnosed, I was saying I did beach body. Oh yeah. Like beach body. Oh, I love yeah. like just the workouts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt so uh, after you know. So I thought, as I was walking. I thought, you know what? I'll walk in the morning, and then I loved doing beach body. I'm just gonna do beach body at night. Well, you don't really, you shouldn't really pick up where you left off. <laughs> you got the knees into it. I start going. Here I go. All yeah. of a sudden, like ten minutes into it, you guys, I got Charlie horses from my groin to my, both of them. Boom! Oh, Tim's like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? I said, what am I doing? Oh, I'm following the modifier now. I'm like, I love the modifier. And like, instead of doing the jumping jacks because I can't bounce, I'm like, yeah. step right, tap left. <laughs> like, you know. And I'm just like, I'm doing what I can't. I'm watching yeah. half the video when they're trying to do burpees. I'm like, I'm just going to watch this yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Try and get down because I'm an old lady now. Yeah. Put one foot back. And, yeah. yeah. No. Ten minutes in, but I'm like, stop. Okay. D- yeah. yeah right. you just 
You just I get don't. A great modified burpee. Ooh. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll have to demonstrate for us later. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. So I broke my elbow better. years ago, and I can't do any. Mm. Like even I would be nervous to do yoga. I don't know. Maybe if I worked through that too, like putting any pressure down on mm-hmm. this, but I have to do something. I, have you practiced or studied like meditation or mindfulness no, at all? No, but I, I would, I know, and I, I'm not just saying this, I know I would benefit from that. Yeah. Th- that's me. That's my sort of thing. Yeah. Like sometimes I even, I don't let people know that that's me to me, you know, because I don't know what anyone else yeah. thinks. So it's like, but I know that that would, I well, would benefit. It was new to me too. I started uh, yeah. meditating last July. When I think I was telling you, our friend Brayden and yeah. I and my boyfriend were out in Colorado, Yosemite National Park. Mm-hmm. And I've never done it before. I knew it was good for me. I never knew mm-hmm. how to do it. I thought I was doing it wrong. I thought it was right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, game changer. Really? And I, yeah. you know, whether it's like five minutes, I do it in the shower, I do it in the car, I do it like first thing when I wake up. I'm just like, what am I grateful for today? The fact that I woke up. Some days it's grateful that like I'm having a good hair day. Yeah. Some days it's like really profound that I'm still employed and have health insurance mm-hmm. or like you know something that like yeah. you know the world is like a really mm-hmm. crazy place. Like it's mm-hmm. really not so bad over here, you yeah. know. And so just taking like two minutes, whatever you have, to like mm-hmm. take a deep breath and like mm-hmm. be like I like doing it in the morning because I get really stressed out very yeah. easily and like super like crazy anxiety. So I'm just like if I do this first thing in the morning. It's almost like putting on like your power suit, like superpower sure. woman suit, and like your shield. And then before I go out into the world, mm-hmm. like I got this. It's like mm-hmm. my my pep talk, and it works really well for me. It should yeah. Um. Also, because I found out when I was talking to my radiologist, and the terrible things about like insulin and glucose and cortisol, yeah. And like you know, like stress is really like has a very physical response to your body, mm-hmm. and it is not good for you. Right. And I'm like. I need to figure out a way to like be not stressed. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mm-hmm. really consider myself a stressed mm-hmm. out person, but my body is telling me that I'm very stressed. Yeah. <laughs> Which leads to weight gain. Like yeah. it leads to all of these things. And I'm like, maybe I am stressed. Maybe I am like, maybe yeah. I don't I don't know what's going on, but I need help. <laughs> yeah. So but I think you will too get to that point where you're ready to like make that change. Mm-hmm. And I share with you because I'm just now at that point. Like right. literally four days ago when I'm like intermittent fasting, like we're doing it. Yeah. I'm two years out from my surgery date. Okay. So I'm a little bit further along than when you are. So sure. I finished my surgery um, April 7th, 2017. Okay. And then was on uh, additional chemotherapies through the end of 2017 and was started my aromatase inhibitor on January 2018. So I've been okay. on my aromatase inhibitor now for like a year and a half almost, a year, yeah, sure. July, June, sure. yeah, a year and a half. Now I'm finally like, all right, I gotta make a change. Like, mm-hmm. it can no longer be like the what was me. I'm still yeah. all about like I had breast cancer. I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah. But I'm now ready to be like, I don't know, get my life back. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was super therapeutic, I like sharing with people, is like a tool. Cause I Jill, poor Jill, has all these stories that I've been doing for the last 48 yeah. hours. No, it's cool. Um, I like fight with my clothes every morning, right? Like between the hot flashes, things not fitting uh, right. Yeah. The, I have lymphedema, so like certain Do things, you? I, mild, but yeah, I do. It sucks. That's my so, one of my questions. Yeah. yeah, so there's just like a lot going on. Uh-huh. So I told my boyfriend, I'm like, we are throwing out everything in this closet. We are donating it to like women who need like interview clothes. Like I have really nice clothes. Yeah. 
I was like holding on to the fact that one day I'll fit back into that. Yeah. Like one yes. day. It was this constant reminder that I'm like, I don't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. I am donating everything the, that yeah. was yep. that I no longer yeah. And I'm gonna go out and buy new stuff at yeah. me. So when I wake up and go to work tomorrow, I feel like, good. It's gonna be exactly. It's gonna be flattering on me. I'm gonna feel good about it. And mm-hmm. if I lose the weight, and when I lose the weight, I'll go shopping again. Absolutely. And there's no, like the styles will come back. It'll be fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So I think to me that was like a very physical action that was yeah. very helpful for me. Yeah. Like I am not that size anymore, and you know what? I'm glad I'm not, and it's going away. Yeah. I just that just happened to me. Did it? Um, two weekends ago, my daughter. Had a soccer tournament. Well, it was going to have a soccer tournament, yeah. and I knew it was supposed to be super hot. And I don't wear shorts, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I need a new pair of capris mm-hmm. or something that looks summery. Mm-hmm. I instead of my full jean, you know, like. Yeah. And I went into Marie. I just, I wasn't even mm-hmm. planning going. I went into races in Cloquet, and I. That's exactly how I felt. I said, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done waiting. I or you know waiting for this to fit me. This. Yeah. Nope, I said, I'm going to buy something that makes me feel good, my size, mm-hmm. and move on. Awesome. And it, I found more clothes than I've ever found before. Once yeah. I, like, I just gave it up. Kinda, like, yeah, gave up on it. Yeah. Like, I have to feel good right now as me. Yeah. I can't think about when I was 50 pounds lighter. Right. I have to feel good right now. And that's going to make a world of difference in everything else that we do. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I really do feel like things are kind of the hill, you know, uphill, and I'm starting to kind of cross yeah. over because I think I'll get there. Yeah, yeah. It's just sad that that's such a a big issue. Weight, you know. Mm-hmm. But I know in my I know my whole life will be better. I do. If I feel good internally, external, whatever, mm-hmm. everyone else does too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tell my husband nobody. I tell my husband all the time. I'm like, right. yeah. you know, I just need to lose weight, and then you'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> I'm so not like that, but it is kind of true. Yeah, but if you really want to know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, kids will be yeah. yeah. How many um, kids do you have? I have three. Three? Oh my, what are their ages? Um, let's see, 12, mm-hmm. just turned 10, and is going to turn 6 mm-hmm. next week, so 5. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. It was, uh, yeah. How did they do with everything that you were going through with the cancer diagnosis? Um, they did really well. Awesome. Um, my, obvi- the fourth, he was four when, you know, mm-hmm. everything started. Uh, so he just didn't, I didn't even go there. Like when I sat the kids down to tell them, mm-hmm. I mean, he just playing. He didn't care. Right. He didn't get it. But I got into um, my 11 year old. Yeah, he was 11 or yeah, 11 at the time. I probably got into the first three words. I said, "Well, mom had a no. I mean, mom had a a test on my my boobs, and he was you have breast cancer, don't you? I mean, that quick. I was like, oh, yeah. I said, yes, I do. So, okay. Wow. I mean, he knew just from, I had a test done on my, yeah. honestly, yeah. that was it. And he knew. And then my middle daughter just kind of sat there and, okay, what does this mean? Right. I don't really know what you mean. Mm-hmm. So I just very lightly, because I, I didn't know. Right. I didn't know. I don't have You know, yeah. I think I had already went down to Mayo, so they really loaded me up with like, mm. 
coloring books and mm-hmm. you know stories to read to Crosby and Cece, yeah. the younger ones, where this is chemo cat and this is what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and blah, blah, you know that sort of stuff. <laughs> but and and they did good. The only thing my daughter really um, struggled with was being bald. And it was um, physical. It, right. At first, I was like kind of irritated because we're not being people. I mean, like in so of all things. And so she was like, yeah. "Are you gonna wear a hat? Are you?" And I was, I want to say, "Who cares?" But you right. know what? To a nine-year-old girl, right. huge. That's huge. Yeah. It's right. huge. Mm-hmm. Your mom is bald. My mom is bald. Right. Mm-hmm. People are staring at her. Mm-hmm. My friends don't know what. It's all about mm-hmm. external stuff, you know. Yeah. So I gave it to her. I was like, "Yeah, you know." I'll wear a hat, I'll do the, you know. She was never rude to me, it just, I let her have it. And then once I finished chemo and, and then kept, yeah, my hair started coming back halfway through the summer, so about July, June, I could feel her kind of like, where are you going? And I'd be, oh, I'm gonna go to the store, okay. You know, uh, next day, how long are you gonna be? Mm-hmm. And I, we'd talk, me and my husband would talk to her, are you okay, honey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And then she immediately, like, just one day quit staying anywhere. She said, I'm never sleeping anywhere but here. I can't go to grandma's. I can't go anywhere. And we just kept pushing her, like, honey, you know, are you okay? And finally came on. I'm, I'm so afraid you're going to die. You can't leave me. Where are you going, Walmart? Where are you going to go? Right. I mean, well, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time to get some help. You know? Yes. So it felt like she, like, didn't know that cancer could, you could die. She didn't know that when I told her and when I was going through all this. And it's like almost she, like, watched you do something. Right? Something triggered something. Something there. triggered, and it was just, now it's all, I had, she had to be right next to me all the time. Yeah. So then we did. We got her some therapy, and she, she's been doing much better. That's she really still bad. hasn't sp- spent the night. Last weekend, she tried so hard. Oh, did she? she had a birthday party, like six girls, oh. maybe till 9.30, and just said, I, I, I said, that's better than it's been in a a year or CC. Yeah. Baby steps yeah. too. You know. I'm so glad yeah. that you like were aware enough to like get her help. Yeah. Talk about it well, I've never been a I've yeah. said that to some someone said, You just need to come on guide her along, push her along. And I was like, Never. Right. That will never happen because I have never been in the position as a nine year old girl with my mom with cancer. Right. I cannot tell you how I would react to that. we can't make her do something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I didn't know how to parent it. Right. I didn't know how to parent it. I was like, I right. come with a manual. Like, right. Like I've never done this. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's yeah. And now they don't want to talk about it very much. Right. Especially my my son, my oldest. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, we don't need them. Yeah. And I don't. I think I just let it go. And now it's we just not even a. Right. Not even a thing. It's not even a thing anymore. Yeah. yeah. Although my five my five year old, I went on a class trip at the end of the to the zoo. Oh, first the first words that are you gonna wear a hat? And I go, okay, honey, I have hair now. Mm-hmm. He goes, Oh, okay. Like it was just mm-hmm. so automatic if we go somewhere, mom puts a hat right. on. Right. So I was like, it just came out of his mind. He didn't care right. if I wore a hat. Right. I almost said, Why? You hate my hair too. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was mad at my five year old because yeah. I heard yeah commenting on your whatever. So yeah. Yeah. But it was good. I, I really do think it it helped me. It didn't let me my kids didn't really let me have my pity parties as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, I yeah, I think. Someone 
needed juice or like mm-hmm. it had their butt wiped or I don't know something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I couldn't really go there. So, and that that was a big, like I, I can't. I think that was my main mm. breakdown. Was I can't leave them. I can't leave them. Right. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like it hit. Oh my god. I can't. I can't. I can't leave them. So that's when it was just like, let's do this. Yeah. And I never looked back. I'm back. I never really did never looking back and let's do this i love that thank you so much jill and mandy for joining me for some coffee some delicious food and our breast cancer conversations and thank you everyone for listening to our show i would like to acknowledge that all of the information on our podcast are from personal experiences and are not a substitute for professional medical advice you should always contact your medical care team if you're looking for specific topics or would like to be a guest on our show please feel free to reach out to me My email is laura at survivingbreastcancer.org. Until next time, keep on thriving.